Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Get ready cause you are cold. It's that time of the week again. What does that mean if I'm addicted to my vibrator? <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. We are two radio chicks who talk shit on this podcast about thoughts you're thinking but not saying. It's filled with so many amazing, so many inspiring, talented, hilarious chicks. Coming up this app. But we need to kind of stand up a little bit more and be more like men and say, you know what? I'm good at my job. I deserve to be here. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. So this particular woman I think we would all know across the country is definitely a familiar name, has been in the industry working and doing uh, travel media and presenting for such a long time. Um, we are so thrilled that she's here to join us on the podcast. Sophie underscore Faulkner is where you can find her <laughs> on Instagram. And Sophie joins us on this week's show. Hello, Sophie. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Gosh, I feel really old when you give me that intro. Oh, no, no, no. I have been doing it for a really long time. It's been over 20-odd years now, so wow. um, you are real, long, but very happy. Are you, real, you are a real household name. Yeah, I know that's are. like one of those things mm. that's thrown around a little bit, but I would 100% say most households in this country would know who you are. How did, what's that? Is, is that a sense of success or is that quite overwhelming to still hear 20 years on? Oh, look, I, I'm very grateful that I'm here 20 years on, but to be honest, I don't really think about it. Mm. With TV, it's so cyclical. You know, I started on Wheel of Fortune. I had so much publicity. That's right. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's right. Of course. And I did that for like five to seven years. So five, seven, I think, seven years. And every time I walked outside, you know, people would talk to me and come up to me. And then you'll do something else that, you know, people don't know as well. And so it kind of quietens down. So it, it comes and ebbs and flows. Mm. And I'm really lucky. Most people who come up to me are absolutely divine and gorgeous and say wonderful things. But you get the odd person who comes up and says to me, wow, you're not as fat as I thought you were on TV. You're oh, actually quite pretty. That's what I got actually on. I get that too. It's weird. I think some people have a different – it's a bizarre thing because I don't think everybody gets I that. I think there is this element yeah. of people being in the public eye, right, being on radio or telly or, you know, in movies or whatever, and people almost feel this sense of ownership over – they feel as though they're your, your friend and they have this kind of relationship where they could say things to you that might offend other people. So I think it is interesting that people feel okay with saying that stuff. It's yeah, bizarre. I totally agree with you. It's like you don't have any feelings and it's kind of like, well, you're on TV so I can say whatever I want like and I don't take it personally and I kind of just laugh at it but it's really interesting the whole psychology behind it I agree with you um let's get into this week's podcast we'll do a quick contents mercy you and I and then get stuck into Sophie what you want to bring because I think that actually your gem this week uh really um leans into that mm. kind of into what you were going to bring if you haven't heard the show before and you found us through Sophie welcome uh we are two radio chicks that talk thoughts you're thinking but not saying on this podcast we'll each bring a gem to the table fill up the duck is our little alarm Sophie who'll rein us in so we don't go on forever and ever. Um, and I want to talk about this week uh, what's in a name and baby names and the fact that Beyonce took mine. 
Um, <laughs> and I think that's, you know, we laugh, but like it's gone. It now. really, yeah. It's it gone. really, it was, yeah. uh, that was a hard day to get through together, Sophie. Yeah. Um, I want to bring to the table today um, how therapy has changed my life. Mm. Um, and so for the better. Um, but, Soph, let, let us kick off this podcast with your gem, please, as being our beautiful guest. Okay, well, thank you so much. I want to bring to the table today how a lot of people out there um, think that if you've got a job in TV, you're just lucky. And I have got that all through my career. Oh, you're so, so lucky. It's just because you did modelling that you probably got into television. Can I tell you, I worked my tail off. I knocked on so many doors. I did work experience so I was blue in the face. I kept on calling people. I was persistent. I didn't take no for an answer. And that is how you have longevity in this, this industry. It's by making good connections, being consistent, never giving up, trying your hardest. And I'm sorry, there's no luck involved. Mm. People always like to say, you know, and women especially, I feel, always say, you know, I'm really lucky and I am really blessed. And we are. But we need to kind of stand up a little bit more and be more like men and say, you know what, I'm good at my job. I deserve to be here. It's funny because when I when I go to write things on Instagram or, you know, when you're kind of having those moments of feeling like you do want to share that you are in a good place or you're feeling grateful or, yeah. or I guess yeah. the word lucky does come mm-hmm, to mind, mm-hmm. I've found myself pulling back and not using that word because I'm like, screw that. I <laughs> far out the kind of amount of work that I've had to get this reward. And I guess in a way I feel that we're lucky to even just be born in this country. Like I think on the big picture, Absolutely. we are lucky I- from that sense. Um but, yeah, in terms of your job specifically, it's a funny thing that people think that because you're in media, they've, they've, everybody has a real um, realistic idea mm. of what that means because you're in front of camera. But I think it is important, Absolutely. like you guys have just said, Sophie, and, and for you, Stace, to to catch yourself and pull yourself up on that stuff because there's a reason yes. that there is a reason that uh, that people that aren't in media think that potentially media is glamorous because maybe there is this element of people feeling uncomfortable with that success and feeling the need to be like I think, I, I am lucky or I, I am grateful. So yeah. then it sets this kind of unrealistic precedent. Uh, yeah precedent yeah. as to why people feel that way. I think so if even people I think particularly in radio, I don't know if it happens so much in TV but even sometimes people in radio that see how much work you do but if you are on the radio still look at you kind of like you've got it a bit easier Mm. and I mean (laughs) in our situation that couldn't be further from the truth. You know, we produce our show, we still do podcasts, we do kind of a bit of everything but it's funny that like just because you're in that particular role, that's the particular role that's also asked to maybe do things for free a little bit more or Mm. You know that you know you you're so lucky, so you should be able to kind of stretch a bit more. It's, it's absolutely. A funny one. Uh, look, look, I totally believe in gratitude, and I have a lot of gratitude for you know where I am, the children I have, the country I live in, and the job that I do. And can you imagine doing a job called Luxury Escapes, the world's best holidays? People just think that you are <laughs> but could you give us a bit of a could, could you give us a snapshot of I guess what maybe one of your more intense days looks like, so we do have a bit mm. of an idea of what that breakdown is. Okay, well, I have been known to get up any time between 3.30 and like 6 o'clock in the morning. Then you have to quickly get up. You've got to do your hair and makeup, be camera ready. You've so got to you do, your, you do your own hair and makeup? You do your own. Oh, no right. one does it for you. You don't have makeup artists on the road. Mm-hmm. You do your own hair and makeup. You've got to look camera ready. Often you've had a really late night, so you've got to pack it on. 
Um, then you've got to work out what you're wearing for the day. And often for the day, there might be three or four different activities or you might need a sarong or you might need some hiking boots. So you've got to pack all those in a separate suitcase. And then you've got to steam clean them yourself and get them all ready. Then you've got to race off and quickly have a breakfast if you have time to have a breakfast with the crew. Talk about what you're going to do for the day. And then you get started. And Throughout that day, you could be finished any time up until 9 to 11 o'clock at night, depending on the day. And then often you'd need to pack up your bag again and move on to the next destination and travel. So there's often 14 to 16-hour days and you are away anywhere between, on average, you know, 10 to... 20 days in a row without a weekend. There's no such thing as a weekend and you are constantly travelling. So it looks very glamorous. We are staying in amazing places, but you are not sleeping very much. You are often eating food that people put in front of you. Um, So there's no such thing as gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan or diet. (laughs) They have to go out the window. Um, You often put on weight. There's zero time to exercise unless you want to get up at the crack of dawn and be completely motivated and do something in your room, which I can never be bothered. I prefer to sleep in. Uh, so, you know, it, it gets you out of your routine, but, you know, I really love what I do. I love the creative process. I love being part of a team on the road and traveling and doing pieces to camera and doing stories that I'm proud of. So I wouldn't swap my job for the world. I do know that, and I'm very, I've got lots of gratitude for my job, but I also know that I work hard for it. Yeah, and it's so good that you are realistic about what that is and what that looks like because I think that would sh- that would shock so many people. I'll never forget when I did yeah. a TV course, everyone <laughs> had to go around and say why they were there. And there was one girl, I'll never forget, she said, um, yep, yeah, I'm here because I want to be Katrina Roundtree. And then the teacher was like, yep, yeah, you want to be like like Katrina Roundtree, like what she does, like her style or maybe. And she said, no, no, I, I want to be Katrina Roundtree. And I was like, well, you can't be because <laughs> Katrina Roundtree is taken. <laughs> I was just like, there's such a warped Yeah, everyone perception. said Jules London. Oh, my, my God. Yeah, everyone wants yes. to be Jules London. Yeah, yeah. But is there this... Yeah, sorry, and quite a few people I think want the fame and they don't understand what the people like Katrina Roundtree, she has been working her tail off. Oh, yeah. She has travelled much more extensively than I have and I know her well. And she is one of the world's best, I have to tell you, um, travel presenters. She has got a memory like no other. She can remember two paragraphs, pieces to camera immediately and, and spit it out word That's perfectly crazy. in wow. one take. That's insane. And she is very good at what she does and she has worked very hard and the amount of miles that woman has clocked up, she deserves to be where she she really does. And that's what people have to understand. Yeah. I guess there is this element of, like, do you ever feel, like, bad or this guilt to be real and realistic about what your day actually looks like because there would obviously be there's good and bad in everybody's day whether you're an accountant whether you're a famous tv presenter whether you're a stay-at-home mum whatever it is like is there this element where you feel as though you can't be truly honest if you have had a shitty day and you have you know worked (laughs) 16 hours that you get this kind of vibe where people are looking rolling their eyes going as if you can have a bad kind of day yeah well I get that all the time and when I come home even my friends go oh Nice work in inverted commas when you went to Thailand recently, or nice, nice trip to Vietnam. Was that a holiday? And but it's amazing with Instagram story, especially. I've been able to show more realistic glimpses of what I do. Like I'll often show what time I get up in the morning. Um, I often have been showing pictures of like setups for massages or like a pool scenario. 
and there's all these cameras and we're carrying so much gear and then I'm actually in the spot for one minute and then I move on. There's no such thing as a full massage. There's no such thing as relaxing yes, by the yeah. pool. So you're getting, I'm, I'm you're getting a massage for the more. shot. So I'll be like, yeah. you're massaging, she's massaging your arm and then they need to re-camera because the lighting didn't work. So then she kind <laughs> yeah, of massages uh-huh. the same bit for a second. Then they stop yeah. again and she might, that's just not <laughs> what people think. But that no. is a compliment, and then right? Quickly, Sophie. Yeah, and then quickly, Sophie, go back. We're doing a cooking story now. You've got oil all through your hair. Put some dry shampoo in and mm. look really nice for the next setup. We have to be ready in five. Yes. That's what that looks like. I always nice. take it as a compliment. If people are like, you've got the easiest, best job in the world, you just get in a talk shit every day. I'm like, oh, well, that means we're doing, doing it right. We're doing a good job. Yeah. What's so funny because so many people come and work on our show over the past few years, Sophie, and I think a lot of times they come and they um, – expect that we're having a slumber party because the the brand that we obviously create is two girlfriends, you know, um, living the dream essentially. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I think it's so interesting that even when we've interviewed people in the past, mm. everyone kind of comes on board thinking – oh, I, I'm going to be at a sleepover with these yeah. girls, like as a job. And it's like, oh, I, I'm no, no, terrified no, no, no. for you to see the reality. Because it's yeah. like... Well, you can, I completely get it. I, I worked in radio for a little while years ago with uh, Katrina Warren and we did a little show called um, for Radio 2 called, called She Said. And we did stacks of prep. We'd get in there hours before, work out what we're going to talk about. We'd research every single one of our guests. And so I know how much work goes into it. And yeah. you girls aren't having a slumber party. No, <laughs> we're not. Doing anything but. We are definitely, yeah, we're definitely genuine mates. But um, yeah. we, we yeah. are mates because we work. We both work equally hard. Mm. I think that's what our, probably the, our initial thing that we fell in love with each other over was the work ethic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Philip, went, Philip went off a little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, he this. did. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? After your story. <laughs> Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, so I want to bring to the table um, what I've been thinking about lately, and that is the fact that therapy has actually changed my life. And I think, I don't know, I've heard heard stories like this or heard people kind of say that over the years. But Let's I don't... put a hand up. Do you do therapy, Sophie? I have done. Yes, yep. I have. And yeah. I think it's all about finding someone who really thinks well with you. And, you know, once you find that person, you're comfortable with them, that's great. So mm-hmm. I, I've, I've done some therapy in the last few years because I've split up with my husband. I thought it'd be a good thing for myself to do and for the kids to do. I think it's very cathartic and I don't want there to be any stress further down the track. I want everyone to be happy and to deal with it and be upfront with it. Well, as, that's as all it is, possible. really. So I think true. there's yeah. interesting. I've done it yeah. for 12 years of my life and a lot of people are like, 
you know, you ready for this or can you handle this? Our boss even made a joke and mm-hmm. said, I've got something to tell you. Can you handle this? And I was like, where's your therapy? Like, and I was like, I've got the tools, bro. Yeah. You, you, you tell me what you want to throw at me. But yeah, Merce, you are, you've changed your life. I really have. And I do feel like that. And I think, um, Sophie, you're absolutely right. You need to find somebody in a therapist that it, it, you are forging a relationship with that person. It's not just like this. I think I used to have this idea where you go and you drop your problems and then you walk out fixed. Like it's actually, mm. it's not any of that. It's a relationship like any other, whether it be romantic or, you know, a family member or a friendship where the it's so important for there to be a genuine connection and, and who they are and the way they go about talking about things, looking at things, you know, helping to solve problems. It's really imperative that they are, um, somebody that you, um, you know, uh, uh, can find real similarities in and, and in the past. And don't give up. Like, I think you, you might not hit it off with the first one. You've got to keep mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. it could be keep a going back, sorry. respect, well, I think. Keep going back and trying to find someone that you have a connection with, yes. I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. you might not, if you're not vibing after a couple of sessions, just then move on and find someone else. It's a waste of time to not. Yeah, to kind of be staying with someone that you're not feeling is vibing and you. That's hard, and that is a hard thing. I don't know, Sophie, if you've gone through that where you found, you know, had to find different people that kind of suit. But for, yes. yeah, for me for me in the past, probably about five years ago, I went to my first ever therapy session. I think I went, well, however many I could get on the mental health care plan, six sessions or whatever, and it was just it felt kind of like hard work. It didn't mm. work. And then I think that left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth where I thought, oh, right. I had this idea that that's, that that's what that was. And I'm like, yes. it, it, it helped, but it wasn't like far out that people talk about it being life-changing. And I really wanted that. So then to go back and give it another crack years down the track. Um, I, Good on you. That's amazing. I, I've got a lot of respect for, for people who, you know, who really search to, to help themselves and to empower themselves and to, and to better themselves. And that's, that, that's amazing to you. So hats off to you that you've done that. Thanks. Thanks, Soph. I think you've got to be ready, though, too, because if, if I heard the same thing from my therapist, say, I don't know, three years ago, there's no way that it would have had the same profound effect that it has had on me now. And I was talking to a mate recently and she said, you literally are a, you are a different person to who you used to be. Wow, that's amazing. Initially when I went to see her, I was, you know, drinking really heavily. I'm a like was a blackout blackout drunk, had always struggled with that, really didn't like myself and I'm still on that kind of journey. By no means have I clocked that. But even just Mm -hmm. having even just having that um that support and, and don't get me wrong, the first time you go, like it was really confronting. And my therapist, Gwenda, is she is a hard lady. Like she's straight down the line, no bullshit. And at first that was so confronting. But I I th- she must have picked up, A, that that's what I needed and that's the way that I work and B, maybe that's just who she is. Yeah, but also they don't all go like that if they don't think you're ready to hear it. I think don't be, don't be I guess, frightened by that because there's lots of different therapy, therapists that I think will, all the same therapists will give you different I guess if they're good, will give you different kinds of ways of getting information, I think, according to also how you look like you are best to receive it. And I think because that had been so much of my issue where it was like excusing it, having people around that enabled it, I didn't need any more of that, anybody to pat me on the back and tell me I was going to be all right. I needed to change my life and I I have like 10 months sober and I just – and that's just such a small part of – this kind of evolution, I feel, in even in myself, 
It's mm. yeah. Well, but I think the take home message there is that when you feel like you need to seek some help, don't give up. If the person you first see doesn't resonate with you, you've got to keep searching. Do you find that person, and then you will get the help, and you will get the benefits out of it, and you you will improve, and everything will get better. It's so true. It is absolutely so true. And if you do want to live a better life, then the work has to happen just mm-hmm. like it does if you want to get a promotion or mm-hmm. a better job. It is exactly the same rules across all the different areas it's of true. your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And your mental health and your happiness is one of them. It is like a job. So you do not get to reap the rewards until you put the work in. And sometimes well, it's to be uncomfy, mm. you know. Absolutely. We are such emotionally evolved women. Listen to us. Oh, yeah. It's true. This is what this podcast yeah. is. Yeah. Just chewing oh, the fat. Yeah, you got to um, own that shit. But you can only just continue. Like, there isn't really a day, like Christy said, to clock it. Reckon the girls are over sharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. <laughs> see what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. But I mean, I'm just going to lower the level down of this kind of intellect and start to talk about how Beyonce took my baby name. <laughs> um, because Rumi is this beautiful um, kind of, I would say a lot of the poetry that Rumi, like is, is yeah. this particular poet, I think um, it's a Lebanese poet and it's kind of got all this um, Arabic mystique uh, behind the culture. I could be wrong mm-hmm. there, but you know, so, someone can shoot me. I don't, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but was it really, your baby name, like you'd already pre-chosen it before you heard it. Yeah, I pro- chose some baby names before I'd even had a partner. You know, like I was really. There's <laughs> where, two. Where did you get the name Rumi from? From the poet. So when I was oh. like, it was actually one of those ones where people say I'm named, uh, I'm Stevie after you yeah, know, from yeah, Fleetwood yeah, Mac. Yeah. I actually was like, this would be such a stunning name because I've got such lovely backstory. quotes and mm. love and learned so much about love and and different kinds of ways of living from this poet. And I get so much from, I've done so much reading um, from from this particular poet. So I was like, that would be such a stunning name. They're on those guidance cards too. Yes. That, yeah, stunning. Yes. Yeah, I read them too. Um, yes. Yeah, they're beautiful. <laughs> so when she took it, I was like, how interesting. Because, you know, you can say, oh, people can have the same name, but... Beyonce's child owns that name now. Like, there's no coming back. And it was funny. I wanted to ask you guys whether you feel like your name has made you you. Because in a way, Stacey was absolutely the cheerleader American girl, right? So she like the name that I understood and a lot of people around me understood her to be was this kind of blonde, girly girl, whatever. And not that I'm saying that's what I am. I'm, I was never a cheerleader in school, but I was a dancer and mm. I am blonde and mm. I am a girly girl. Mm. Like, I mean, <laughs> do you think there's a possibility that, I don't know, the idea the of your name can you. influence you? Yeah, I do. You? I totally do. I do. Yeah. I 100% a, agree with well, it. That's why it's you very think important. The name Helen or the name Jack or the name Claire. <laughs> They all, you know what they look like. You can it's so When my true. little brother was born, right, it, he was going to be called Luke. Like everybody knew that he was going to be called Luke. And then when he came out of mum's vagina, he was brown haired. And she was, and her and my dad were like, no, Luke is actually a blonde boy's baby name. And this kid has got black hair. So he's now going to be named Paul forever. Because he doesn't look like a Luke. He doesn't feel like a Luke. I don't know. He's not Luke. I think you look like a Christy. And I actually think you look like a Sophie. What that's do you, what do you think, do you think so? Like what is a stereotypical version of a Sophie, Sophie. A dog. Everyone calls her dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like so the, loyal. The, the cool dog human name. So yeah. It's a loyal dog's name, but most Sophies I have met, I'd have to say, do have blonde hair. Mm. I've met a stack of Sophies, and they all tend to have blonde hair. Our brand manager is Sophie, but she's kind of this uh, pocket rocket, like minxy, 
like short blonde hair. I feel like a lot of Sophies are, sh- are blonde. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Um, I don't know when my daughter was born. Um, for the first day in hospital, I called her Grace Lucia. And oh, then I looked at her stunning. screaming her, her lungs out. Nothing. I went, she's not a Grace. There's oh. nothing graceful about her. So what did you call her I in call, the end? I called her Isabella Grace and Isabella suits her. She's very oh. lively. She's oh. very spirited. Very creative, and her name completely suits her. And that you know, she's so never going to be great. It's funny mm-hmm. the young mummy. Um, I think she named her baby. Oh, I think it was. I don't know. Fl- was it Florence? No, or that's she... what it is now. I think it was Plus, like some. Yeah. It went from yeah, something to something, yeah, and yeah. she did the same thing. But she could did this big announcement, poor thing, and yeah. then was like, "Hold up, this is not doesn't the right. Suit, this isn't going to work." Yeah. But I reckon it, it absolutely does happen. It does. And the other thing you'd be so Can careful about. Can you imagine about. if it was Rumi? It was like I'd have this little, this little boho little boy baby that oh, would just be so like annoying. a friend of the earth. You've got to think of another Ooh. one now because I do think, especially with names that are unique, people do actually remember them and they make more of an impression on people. Yeah, because like they do. Poet Atticus. Atticus. That's a nice boy's that's name. That's Atticus. Atticus. Which I always think of. Oh, yeah, that's Atticus. Cool. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, put I that in your back pocket. My... Atticus. Okay. okay. I made, I... That's I excellent. made a mistake with my son's name. Oh. So I was absolutely petrified to have it spelt something weird or to get a weird nickname. And I called him. His name was Jack, and he's a real Jack. And my, his last name's Thomas. And I thought I couldn't have Angus, which we're thinking of for a middle name. It sounded like a McDonald's burger. Jack, Jack Angus. Angus Thomas. Oh, no. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he needed something a little bit more juju kind of um, in the middle. And uh, so he decided on going with Aston, which is a nice name, Jack Aston Thomas. And I remember I called up my family the day he was born. I'm like, oh, his name's Jack Aston Thomas. And my great auntie goes, what? Jackass? Jackass? <laughs> Jackass. Oh, oh, no. You almost have to be a bully to your own kid to suss out if there's any complications, oh, you know? It's been, uh, this has been a real treat, Sophie. We've <laughs> learned has. a lot about each other in a very short amount of time. Sophie we underscore have. Faulkner is where you can find um, find all the beautiful pictures of, uh, do you put your kids up there? So there's a few of your little, your little family. There's a few up there. It's um, also my travel ones from Luxury Escape. And don't forget to tune in this Saturday. 5.30 on Channel 7. Oh, please do. Thank you. so. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you want to hear any of the other episodes, uh, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find them. Just hit the listen tab. Thanks, Thanks so. Thanks, guys. Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah. Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Next week on Think Your Girl, the podcast. I've managed to go and get like really good counsel, really good advice on how to manage my emotions, talk about how I feel, be really honest with myself. And I feel like now at 37, I am a really good person and I know myself well enough to make really good choices and it all comes back to these skills that this therapist has instilled in me. Think Your Girl, the podcast with the Think Your Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. 